Time for rolling. Hey, how's it going, guys? Endless55 here, and welcome to episode 12 of Time for Rolling Esports. Uh, Crude and I are back from our short break of challenge battles. We took that little weekend off, but uh, still watch those matchups. There's a lot of great matchups in those challenge battles. We saw uh, One Piece 101, Liberation X, and Fluffy Chickens from EU make it into the scene. So, congrats to those three teams. We're really excited to see how these new teams and new faces and uh, new talent all together can kind of change up these Vanglory 8 tournaments. Um, on this episode, Crude and I uh, break down those, talk about those challenge battles, and then we uh, make our predictions for this upcoming split two of Vanglory 8, the first weekend. Uh, we kind of talk about the new meta and how we think these matchups are going to go, and really talked about how right now there's a kind of a big question mark, and we're excited to see how this scene can change, and we're really excited just for maybe some new Vanglory altogether. So, uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at TFR underscore esports. That's over on Twitter. You can keep up with us there. Maybe just get some giveaways, some free eyes, some skins. Uh, but that's pretty much it for news. I hope you guys enjoy this episode 12 of Time for Rolling Esports. For the right targets, that is one trade. T-Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here on two lost boy top. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. He goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's going to get one. He's got to get two. Lost boy oh. top. Time for rolling. How's everyone doing? Endless55 here. We are back from a weekend off. Uh, Crude and I took a little break from these double week episodes. How was your weekend, Crude? It was pretty good. Can't complain. Did you watch any of the Challenger battles? Yeah, I mean, technically we had a weekend off. We didn't record, but we still put a lot of work into these Challenger battles. Kind of, I watched uh, all of EU on day one, and then I waited and rewatched the recording for on Sunday for uh, NA and watch those every single matchup because that was an insane day for NA. Yeah, I watched most of EU and then I actually only got to watch like the first, uh, I got to watch Rogue Necrolite and I didn't really get to watch One Piece or Libex play their matches. Well, you missed but... the best matchup tonight. Echo Fox and Libex was probably the most exciting match I have seen yet, just because I was I found myself rooting for Echo Fox, especially when Fuji came in and played. Fuji came in and subbed in for Lone Delphi after game one, and it was just insane. Okay, question: Why so, did Fuji come in for Lone Delphi? Uh, it was probably just the shot calling and him coming in to be the shot caller. I think, I don't think he would have done well in the lane. I mean, I'm it's Fuji, so I'm sure he could have. But I think, uh, based off experience and probably what Fuji wanted to do, I think him coming in for Lone Delphi was what you know the smarter move. 
Fuji being in the jungle. I don't think it would have made any difference if he came in for Michi at all. Michi did not necessarily perform bad. It was honestly just a great matchup between Libex. Uh, Fuji came in in that first game and played Grumpjaw. Absolutely did not. He destroyed, dominated early on. And the team fight start, stopped going their way towards the end of it. Uh, he, abs he showed how powerful an Aftershock Stormcrown Grumpjaw is. So I'm pretty interested and excited to see this upcoming Vanglory 8 weekend for Split 2 if Grumpjaw is going to be this new meta jungler that may be picked. Um, Fuji went and the, so they were down 2-0 right away. Next two matchups, Fuji gets a Scarf in the jungle. And this, I mean, honestly, I've never, obviously me being a Scarf main, being a Scarf being my favorite, most fun player or hero to play. Just watching him play that was is so exciting to see him land Spitfires, get the goop down, and just absolutely dominate. At one point, he was at the Crystal Century on their side, a 1v3 situation with the Crystal Miner on his side. He throws out Dragon Breath and absolutely destroys them and gets like, they doubled aced each other. So there's literally 40 seconds of nothing to do but watch minions attack each other. <laughs> it was pretty epic. Yeah. Oh, it was heartbreaking, and Echo Fox was so close. Last mat, the last matchup. We're gonna do this in reverse because I'm already on my uh, Echo Fox rant, so we're just gonna talk about that matchup. But you know, the last matchup there, I just I, I'm not saying it was a weird draft or a bad draft. Fuji, I don't really think Fuji really drafts badly. I'm almost 100% certain Ringo, Vox, and Fortress were none of them were banned, but none of them were picked up, and we had a. Uh, a jewel and a celeste come out of echo fox the celeste was in the lane on that mishi and then jewel was on fuji and then they had a lance on their team so they were trying to go for that you know an impale with a stun from uh lance helogenesis or the core collapse from celeste and then that jump rocket leap from jewel so they had triple stun comp they had the pieces but status on his weapon power glaive absolutely wrecked that celeste got on the back line every time and there's just nothing mishi could do it just kind of was a bad draft for them if you have the time you need to go back and watch that uh i, I probably will once i get the time here but like i don't really care pretty. what you do you need to go watch it <laughs> if you're playing Bangalore, just have it running in the background because it's just insane. Definitely when he pulls out that scarf, just his play. They were doing four items. Fuji had four items and like a reflex block. He was just going all damage. His positioning was insane. He definitely put on a clinic. Like if anyone wants to watch how to position and play a mage like that, just watch Fuji. Did you see, real quick, did you see the Europe uh, Crystal Grumpjaw? Yes, that's basically what fuji played oh he did yeah game one fuji think... oh okay yeah yeah. with sorry. the aftershock yeah. and a storm crown and it does a lot of damage yeah well sorry i see i watched that first on europe because europe stream was technically first so i guess i kind of forgot that fuji was in a that he was after them so i yeah I right right stuck with the europe part yeah, I mean, the Europe matches were pretty decent for the most part. Um, we saw Mouse Sports actually pull out that 3-0. That was someone that we picked we thought would definitely, you know, kind of get dominated. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, Mouse Sports, uh, they held off the late Cobras. We saw Fluffy Chickens. I was kind of surprised. They beat Denial. Yeah. Uh, they had a pretty good showing. So, you know, we'll get to see if Fluffy Chickens can stick with the rest of... Uh, EU, they kind of have a rough matchup first round here. I think their matchup would have been rough no matter what. 
and then lemon and lime you know they went all in you know they had nothing to lose they wanted those eight points they want a chance to get to live so they went ahead and picked rising lotus and you know they were close it was a heck of a series yeah it ended up biting them in the butt though because now they gotta wait until the end of split two and uh By then, to... it's pretty much too late yeah yeah, it is. I know, but I'm just saying, at least to even get back to the VGA, like. But honestly, like they they just were playing strong. You know, they they had the confidence, and I I good for them. You know, they're not going to take the easy way in. They want to get those eight points, and they thought they could beat them. I think it could have gone either way. So it was you know great matchup for Illuminate Lime. Unfortunately, I'm sure they're really disappointed. They may have seen an easier route in. I think if they would have played Mouse Sports, they probably would have won, just like Fluffy Chickens beat Denial, but. Uh, actually, let's backtrack. Let's you know refocus, stick to our schedule. Let's talk about EU's matchups. Then when we go to NA, we'll finish the challenger battles for NA. Okay, cool. So for the matchups for EU for Split Two Week One, uh, we are starting out with Fnatic versus Cyclone, and then we have Team Secret versus Rising Lotus, and then we have SK versus Fluffy Chickens, and then we have Mouse Sports versus G Two. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited to see Fluffy Chickens. Like, I I don't know if they're the strongest team, um, but, you know, who knows? Maybe if they beat SK, we definitely see that EU scene become even more kind of everyone doing well, everyone performing. But um, that first matchup, Fnatic versus Cyclone, I'm pretty pumped about that and see... Uh, and I think this kind of first week for us is a good week for us, just like Challenger Battles. We got a lot to learn, you know, that's going to be good matches for us to actually watch and kind of dissect and figure out how this meta is shifting, if we're going to see any big changes. And that's amazing. I think for my first matchup with Fnatic Cyclone, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Cyclone in that one. You're going to stick with Cyclone? I am also taking Cyclone. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting because we haven't seen Fnatic or Cyclone or any of these, you know, VGA teams that have already have been playing for the past four weeks play on this new 2.3 we saw the challenger teams play so we know what fluffy chickens kind of like maybe what they'll pull out a little bit more or any of those challenger teams but we have no idea what fanatic and cyclone is going to do so i mean a whole new meta is or you know 2.3 it could all completely change yeah, I mean, I know a lot of these, I don't know how EU does it, but we kind of get some insight on the NA side about scrims. So we know these teams have been scrimming, and they kind of see what uh, other teams are playing. And I know not all teams pull out their little tricks during scrims, but they definitely are aware of what has changed and what we may be seeing. I, I do hope I see, you know, these scarves and other uh, other crystal mages like that coming out, whether it's lane or jungle. I think it gives a much more exciting uh, type of game and you know a late game hero like scarf makes those late game fights even more intense where you're definitely on the edge of your seat just trying to figure out how the matches are going to swing but uh, the next matchup is team secret versus rising lotus you know rising lotus definitely made their or had a, fought their way into this position to be here against team secret so how do you think rising lotus is going to do coming off those matches against lemon and lime um well i picked team secret to win but i think right i I think if Rising Lotus was playing someone else, maybe even like Fnatic Cyclone, they'd get the win this week because they're coming off with like a momentum builder, you know, that, you know, hey, this was a great match against um, against that challenger team, but, you know, they're still in it. And I I just I just think they got, you know, unfortunately they had to play Team Secret first. And right now I think Team Secret is good and they are going to beat Rising Lotus. 
Yeah, I mean, we saw Team Secret win that weekend four of split one. So Team Secret's coming into this new, the new patch on a high note. So hopefully Team Secret will keep on keep that going. I'm also going to take Team Secret to win. Uh, I think I'm hoping uh, Justman will be back. I hope he's figured things out and he's ready to step up and make those big plays and get tricky Justman and Leon. I think those three are those three are my the three I want to stick with. I know you're a big fan of Mowgli, but I really like Mowgli in that coaching position. Yeah, I mean we've seen Mowgli. He's tweet he's been tweeting out you know with with uh, trick tricky and Justman. You know he's saying he's got the confidence in these guys and they can do it. So um, yeah, for if, sure. If, if he's got the confidence in it, then I have the confidence in it. Yeah, so this third matchup, SK versus Fluffy Chickens. You think Fluffy Chickens has got it in him? No, I don't, Not. unfortunately. It's kind of like the same thing. Like, I think if Fluffy Chickens was playing like a, like a Mouse Sports or a G2, maybe, or someone, well, not necessarily G2, I guess, but like a Mouse Sports or maybe even Fnatic that they could, but SK, TS, those are just two of the toughest teams in Europe right now. So I don't think... Fluffy Chickens is going to win this one. Yeah, we'll see if anything changes for Gavalafar. He's kind of been the leader of weird picks, uh, pulling out a Crystal Sky, which I think Crystal Sky may be coming back. I've seen Crystal Sky being played a few more times in the jungle, even in the lane. I mean, lane's not as, not as known for a Crystal position like that, but I think we can see a Crystal Sky being more viable. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Cavalifar has any new tricks up his sleeve because he's kind of been that like Elaine Rona who we kind of saw being played a lot more in EU now that Cavalifar's had a success on that Lane Rona. Yeah, absolutely. So for our final game, then we got Mouse Sports versus G2. And uh, I mean, like we said, we watched Mouse Sports come off a 3 0 win in the Challenger battle. So. I mean, that's more wins that they had any of the first entire split. So maybe they got something cooking here. Maybe they're going to be able to uh, bring a little bit of heat to G2. You see what I did there, cooking in heat? I did. That, that's pretty clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, they had uh, Emmer King and the great Kali. You know, his the crew was kind of back. So hopefully they kind of got that confidence, kind of get are getting these issues resolved with their crew. And, I mean, they're got a, they got some talented players. So I'm just hoping that... You know, we can add, uh, what is it, an eighth team that is, get it, Vanguard 8? Anyways, an eighth, an, <laughs> an eighth team that's going to be just as strong because uh, hopefully Fluffy Chickens can hang with the, the big dogs and deserve their spot there. But if Mouse Sports pulls out this win, that would be crazy for that. But I, I'm going to stick with G2 for now until Mouse Sport proves me different. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, let's not get over ahead of ourselves yet. Until they start getting some wins under their belt in the the VGA, the challenger battles are maybe a little bit different. So we'll see what they can do. But um, I actually, I'm going with G2 as well. I don't remember if I said that or not, but I'm going with G2. Yeah, so for the first matchup, we got Cyclone versus G2. Uh, I'm going to take G2. I'm gonna, I think G2, it's, this, it's their week this week against at least that particular matchup. Who do you got for this first semifinal? Odds would be disappointed in you. I know. Hey, I'm going with Cyclone. I got to pick Cy who I... No. Cyclone all the way. Weather the storm, baby. Is, okay. that, is that like a slogan? Can we make that a slogan? Make no. it a slogan? Like for them? Like weather the storm? I don't, know. don't they have something like that or something? I have no idea. You're supposed to know all this stuff. I don't know that. Something to do with okay. tornadoes. That's all I know. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going with Cyclone. All right, next matchup, we got Team Secret versus SK. I'm going to pick SK in this one. So my finals is going to be G2 versus SK. Who you got? I got SK. So my finals will be SK versus Cyclone. 
All right, who's your winner? SK. They're going to finally win one. SK is my winner as well. Woo! Cabalifar is going to pull out some new stuff. Definitely show up for uh, for EU this week, and SK is going to maybe take a little jump closer to the top, get in that top position. These top two teams in both EU and NA, if you finish first or second, you get a buy of the very first day of the live spring championship things. So that's going to be very key. Both EU and NA, those second, third teams are going to be fighting to keep those spots or fighting to bump a team down one. Absolutely. Who'd you, uh, who'd you have in your third place winning? Uh, I have Cyclone winning that. You have Cyclone, I have Team Secret winning it. You know, all points matter right now, so that third page, these third place matches, these split two are definitely going to be something to be looking out for. Yep, don't, don't sleep on it. First, let's go ahead and give a point breakdown for North America so you guys can get a little refreshment. Uh, Team Celamid's at 27, Cloud9 is at 20, Hammer's at 17, Gangstars are at 16, Immortals are at 5. We got Rogue with 4, and then Echo Fox and Misfits have been booted, so we got LibX and One Piece 101 with 0. Alright, so let's go back to NA. Let's go back to these challenger battles. I'm not done talking about them because I'm still so hyped that that was some of the best Vanglore I've ever watched. So you did get to see Rogue Necrolite. Give me a breakdown. Yeah. What did you? How did you feel about this? Did you feel that Rogue performed as strong as you thought, or do you think they may have struggled against Necrolite a little more than you thought? I actually think they did a little bit better than what I thought they would do. I don't, okay. I, I that the team played really well together, um, but. Like, like like I said, you know, Necrolite, they went through the challenger battles, so they may not be as strong a team as what some of these Vanglory 8 teams are. So, like, we'll have to see again. You know, they get back in, they play, Ro or they play uh, I'm sorry, TSM right away. So they're going to have their hands full with them starting out right away. But I think they played really well. Um, you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier is, you know, with um, – uh, mouse sports is you know maybe they're starting to get you know more synergy together you know they've been playing longer now they're getting the hang of this this is the second split maybe they'll have more more to offer on this meta so we'll see what they can do yeah you know in the past we've talked about how some teams can just really fall out of meta just based on you know if a if the jungler's favorite weapon if the jungler's favorite crystal it can really just be about comfortability and i don't know if that's kind of what we've seen with immortals you know them just struggling on this type of meta and these how the gameplay is uh and early game aggression and you know it, it could change i don't think meta has shifted that much i think we're still going to see uh a priority prioritization on these crystal junglers but yeah, it's definitely going to be interested to see if any teams becomes a little bit stronger just based off of play style. Um, and it'll be interesting to see just this first weekend coming up. Yeah, so for this next matchup, we saw Misfits versus 101, One Piece 101. And this is kind of the matchup we saw a lot of people doing their predictions on Twitter, and a lot of people just thought that One Piece 101 was going to 3-0 Misfits and that Misfits just wasn't looking strong enough yet to, to stop One Piece 101. Yeah, well, that that uh, that pretty much happened. So One Piece 101 uh, pretty much handled Misfits pretty easily, I think. I think One Piece 101 will be a good team for the VGA. I think they'll they'll make some waves throughout the VGA. To be honest with you. Yeah, I think um, the uh, like Selena and uh, you know Lost Boy Toff. I'm really happy to see Lost Boy Toff back in the top eight. He's one of the one of the greatest roamers out there. I think he really makes a lot of plays. It makes a lot of a lot of excitement coming out of that captain position. So, um, 
yeah, it's going to be interesting, especially with One Piece, who they play. They play LibX, which, you know, beat Echo Fox 3-2. So seeing the two challenger teams play week one, it's kind of actually disappointing. I would like to see both these teams play other teams just so we could get a feel of if any of them can win. We will see, uh, you know, a challenger team in the semifinal for week one, which I don't think we may see that trend continue if they play some of the top teams in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I think it was also interesting, too, that uh, Lost Boy Toff and, like, Polly, like, they'll be switching in and out from what I've heard. So, I don't, I've, I personally haven't seen Polly play that much. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm sure he's good if he's, he's on One Piece 101 and they're in the VG8, but I just, I've seen Lost Boy Toff play a lot more. And like you said, he's a, a god roamer or god captain, I guess you should say, so. It'll be interesting to see kind of if Polly comes because Lost Boy was playing in the challenger battles, but it'll be interesting to see if Polly comes back in to start because technically Lost Boy Toff is a sub, correct? Yeah, I think uh, Polly is kind of like a little the head of One Piece and that's kind of his team. So honestly, if I'm in his position, I'm playing whoever's is best with synergy. It's not necessarily about your ego and that you want to play and he's better than him. Obviously, if your team is working well with Lost Boy, you're putting Lost Boy in because you want that yeah. win. And, you know, there may be a specific comp that works better with the team based on who's in there. So I'm sure there's a lot behind that. Maybe one of the players just can't play that night or, you know, anything like that. It's kind of nice having a, a captain like that who fits well with your team and you can have that kind of flexibility. But the four matchups for this week, let's go ahead and break them down since I kind of already went on my rant about Echo Fox and LibX and my excitement slash frustration for Echo Fox not being able to take that game against LibX. Uh, first matchup, we see TSM versus Rogue. Next matchup, we see Immortals versus Gangstars. Then we see LibX face One Piece 101. And then we end up with a Cloud9 versus Hammers. So what you got for that first week or that first matchup? So first up, that TSM versus Rogue, um, like we were talking about earlier, I think Rogue maybe get some synergy and do well this split, but unfortunately they're playing the toughest team in NA right out of the gate. I'm going to go with Flash X and Team Solo Mid winning the against Rogue. Yeah, so we, we've discussed this uh, schedule for Rogue for this split too. A lot of teams avoided them, I believe, because of this hard schedule, which the week one they play TSM, next week they play LibX, and they play Gangstar. So, I mean, they don't see a Hammers or Cloud9. Uh, that LibX matchup is going to be, I think, the true test for them because if they can beat LibX and that proves that they do deserve to be in that, v, that you know Bangalore 8, the top 8, and that that challenger team is not better than them. But, yeah, you know, I think it's going to be a tough first match for match for them tsm i don't think we're gonna see too much crazy stuff out of tsm this first week honestly i think they'll they may pull out some stuff but i don't think they're gonna try and show too much for this this first week matchup they're gonna maybe wait until semifinals of this week or maybe even week two when they play a, a possible stronger team like hammers or cloud nine but i'm gonna go ahead and take tsm for this one as well you really don't think so? I mean, just like we had talked about earlier, every point matters. So, I mean, you gotta you got to pull out everything you got for every I, week. I'm not saying they're not going to play good comps. I'm just saying they're not going to maybe pull out an off-pick meta that they know is strong right now. They're probably going to keep yeah. that until they play against a Cloud9 where they know they, they may throw someone off. Instead, they can play comfortable stuff against Rogue, and maybe they feel confident that they can beat them based off of that. Yeah, that's fair enough. So... All right, so moving on to our second matchup, we got Immortals versus Gangstars. Um, 
I'm going to go with Gangstars on this one just for the fact that Immortals almost had to be in the Challenger battles, and they just haven't played that well. Um, like we said, though, time and time again, who knows with this 2.3, maybe this is their meta. Maybe 2.3 is it's just their uh, saving grace, I guess you could say. Maybe they'll be really good on this. Yeah, so like for Immortals, uh, I'm pretty excited to see what happened on this week off. I'm pretty excited to see what, you know, Sweet Jernis, I've been watching him stream all week. You know, he's been trying out things on meta. He just tweeted out about he's loving the new practice, the team practice you can do. And, you know, try out different things and gets and practice like, oh, does Bone Saw Tension Bow with Sorrow Blade work better? Like, there's a lot more testing going on. So I'm pretty excited to see Immortals. I've always loved... Uh, the excitement coming out of that carry on DNZO, and I really hope they've, you know, they've done something great. Uh, Gangstars as well, I think Xena and Iraqi, you know, they got to prove themselves as they deserve to be in the top three, top two. So I think this matchup is going to be a pretty great matchup, and it's I, I'm really stuck on who's going to win. I'm going to stick with Gangstars based off of split one in the old meta, and I'm just going to stick with what I know for now. Yep, can't argue that. So moving on to our third matchup for the day it's going to be the one piece 101 versus libx uh i'm going with the one piece 101 yeah i think this is uh my favorite matchup for the day this is going to prove which one of these teams they've battled each other a few times in challengers we saw libx knock one piece 101 out of the winner's bracket they had to fall to losers and make their way back up so i know these two have played each other a lot so if anyone knows each other, maybe what they uh, have to offer. It's going to be these two teams. You know, we got Pawn the Original versus Selena, and we got Status, you know, Status Bake, or I guess just now Status, because you can't say Status Baked because that's inappropriate. But <laughs> uh, Status, I think when I watched him play that Jungle Glaive, you know, he's a pretty exciting jungler, and I'm, I'm just excited for new names. You know, I'm excited to see new people we can talk about, some new excitement and new players to watch, or new. Just a lot of new stuff in the scene. I I get a lot of people are frustrated with like, do we really like the idea of in the middle middle of a season we take two teams out and add two more teams in? Is that really fair for the other teams? So they didn't have a chance to play everyone. There's a lot of you know uh, positives and negatives to this type of situation, but I mean this is how it is. So I'm gonna take the positives and I think it's gonna add a lot of excitement to this first week. Uh, I'm gonna go with One Piece 101 right now, just based off of stats and the fact that they. One three zero against Misfits, and that they got first place in the Challengers. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, Libex will probably have their share too. So, but like we said, I mean, these are kind of, I guess you could say, blind picks because we haven't seen these guys. Well, we saw One Piece One Hundred One and Libex play on two point three, but we haven't seen anyone else play on there. So, moving on to our next matchup, we got C Nine versus Hammers. I am going with Hammers. Yeah, I actually just wrote down a bunch of question marks, so I have no idea what I want to do. I went with C9. I think uh, I think C9 wins if they stick to their stuff they're strong with and they can uh, draft well against um, starting all over. But, you know, his Ringo may be gone now. Who knows? We don't know if he's still going to be as dominating force on this Ringo. Uh, the new attack change, attack speed, there's going to be new builds. There's going to be so much things we see that we're just going to be like, oh, that's off meta. And then we have to remember, wait, we're on 2.3 now. We have to realize that they will be setting the meta. These matchups, everyone watching these pro players because they want to find out what the meta is. You know, I've heard rumors about Double Sorrow Blade is going to be the new meta, and that's going to be the most viable to get the damage off. You know, there's a lot of things being talked about that I don't know if it's true, if it's false, what situation's best for what. 
Uh, I know Glaive and Gwen, those are great tension bow heroes right now. And some people are a little worried about that early game snowball may take an effect and we may see some hard snowballs, which I'm not the biggest fan of. I love late game team fights and I love when those last matches end up being whoever wins that last team fight is going to win the game. So, I mean, we'll see. I think Cloud9 will win as long as they don't play a jungle cath, but they don't hyper carry like we saw them try and do. If they do play jungle cath, I hope they, uh, you know, play it the right way. You know, I gotta, I gotta mention, I'm not a big fan of hard snowballs either. I prefer much softer sn- snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't like like a hard snowball right to the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, oh, man, please shut up. Quit talking so I can get this in. But, I just yeah. played a game against – I was playing a ranked game. I decided to do a little solo – a little YOLO queue, which is always the <laughs> worst idea. And I'm in the jungle. I think I was – I was Adagio, and my jungler was Samuel, and we had a Ringo as a lane. And then their team was Fortress and Kashka because we have single ban, and most people don't know how to ban on the freaking tier level I'm at because, you know, I'm not a Vainglorious player. So as soon as they picked up Fortress, I'm like, okay, let's pick up Kashka, let's pick up Kashka, and they picked up Samuel. So unfortunately, right away, Samuel and Kashka come running into my jungle. Kashka ended up with 17 kills. This is ranked. 17 kills. Rip. Literally. Double shatter glass. This Kashka was like, (laughs) this is my favorite game because it's got double shatter glass and like zero defense. Oh, that's great. Ringo never rotated to help, and I'm just like, this game was over literally at minute two. We lost all of our farm. It was just bad. Feels bad, man. All you got to do is just say GG's and move on. Yeah, I hate surrendering, but man, at minute 15, I was just like, I'm so done of trying a fountain, like pressing my fountain as soon as Kasha jumps on any of my carries because they would die instantly. Yeah. All right, so let's switch back to things that matter. Stop talking about me getting absolutely dominated in the game. But uh, first semi matchup, you want to break that down for us? Absolutely. So I I have TSM versus One Piece 101, which is what you have too, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, TSM versus One Piece 101. I have Team Solo mid winning. How can you pick against them? That's just ridiculous. You shouldn't do that. So, so who do you got? Uh, I'm going to take TSM. I think they will win 2-0. Uh, they just need to play TSM's game, you know, not try to do anything crazy. You know, one piece, they have to have a perfect game, you know, perfect rotations, be confident with their engagements, you know, be pre- proactive, try to make the engagements, try not to wait for TSM because if you give Von C his comfortable time to engage, that's when you lose. So uh, one piece is going to be on their definitely on top of their game against that matchup even if libx is in this case it's the same thing they have to be perfect i really don't think them trying to play a slow game is the smartest idea uh it doesn't really matter who von c gets it's probably going to be a pretty strong hero for him yeah he's comfortable in all heroes i think we i think we've determined that so good luck trying to get him on a non-comfort pick yeah, definitely don't worry about prioritizing banning something away from him. I would maybe focus on banning away something from Best Chuck, which is hard to do, or maybe getting Iraqi away from his Iraqi, LOL. Maybe- oh, sorry, wait, what? Iraqi? Breaking <laughs> Iraqi has joined TSM, folks. <laughs> maybe getting Flash X away from his Flicker or his... Not even the same position. How did you do that? I was reading Iraqi's name on my paper... <laughs> all right sorry go ahead <laughs> all right 
whatever. Second game where Iraqi will be playing is Gangstars versus Cloud9 for me, and you have Hammers in there? Yes, I have Hammers in there. So what does it take for Hammers to win that game? Hammers is, well, first of all, I think T-Tigers, unfortunately, is going to be better than Xenotech in the jungle. I think, you know, we've seen him on that pedal, and I don't think pedal really is going to be bounced out of this meta very much. I know we've heard people talk about that. I think Petal will still be just as strong. So if if T Tigers can get some of his you know more comfort picks, whether it's Petal or uh, uh, Kashka or Glaive, something like that, um, I think he's just going to do work in the jungle. And then, it, but that's the big question mark is with starting all over in the in the lane. Um, we'll see if that this meta does switch to a little bit more maybe crystal laners. We've never, I, me personally, I've never seen starting all over on a crystal laner. So. I have no idea how that will go, but I think it's going to, I think they're still going to do better than obviously what Gangstars is because I have them picked to win. But what about you? What do you, who, what do you got going on in that game? Yeah. I mean, we've seen starting on a crystal laner, um, Adagio technically, even though Adagio's played like a weapon, you know, he doesn't really have skill shots or anything like that. But yeah, when it comes to maybe those higher skill cap heroes like Celeste and Scarf, we definitely don't really have a knowledge. We haven't. We'd have to pull our memory banks to see any of these laners on those type of heroes. But I mean, my key, I got Gangstars. Uh, I got Gangstars against Cloud Nine. Uh, in order for Gangstars to win, either against Cloud Nine or Hammers, you know, Iraqi really just needs to be fearless. He needs to, uh, you know, swallow those nerves, not be too timid, and just, you know, play how Iraqi plays on day one, and not how Iraqi's been playing on on day two on those semifinals and even those finals. He just seems like a, a different play style and maybe more timid and not making the confident plays like he normally does and really allowing Zeno to be that support jungle and uh, helping him get that damage off and really making the plays. But uh, I got Cloud9 winning. I think Cloud9 is going to get into the finals and see a little rematch from Weekend 4 of TSM versus Cloud9. Ooh, rematch, huh? Yeah, I I'm, I want that rematch just so I can have TSM. I'm not saying they didn't try hard and they lost uh, yeah. 2-1, I think, against Cloud9. But I'd like to see TSM, you know, play a serious matchup 100%, act like it. they need to win this to, you know, whatever, and see if they can beat Cloud9. You know, that's a team they scrim a lot, and they have the most struggle with during scrims. So... Uh, I know we've heard Flash talk about C9 a lot. They scrim a lot of teams, but C9 is one of the teams they scrim the most. So I think it's just another type of scrims for them, another type of draft war and figuring out who plays what. And that's when I think we're going to see maybe these off-meta picks come from Flash. All right, well, for my championship, I have Team Soul Mid versus Hammers, and I have Team Soul Mid winning. So that's what I'm going with for Team Soul Mid champion of Week 1, Split 2. I'm also going to say Team Solo Mid is going to be this champion of Split 1. Uh, this third place matchup is pretty important because if you have Cloud9 versus Gangstars, I have Hammers versus Gangstars. Both these teams need points. They're trying to get up to that second place. Who do you got winning that third place? So yeah, One Piece 101 I think is going to win the third place match, which will give them some good points. I mean, they'd have four points and that would be a great start for them. I never actually checked who they play next week, but... I mean, four points is better than what the previous team has had. So I know that that would be, if they beat Gangstars, you know, that would definitely prove a lot for a lot of people. Uh, I got Gangstars versus One Piece, though, in my final. And 
just like you do, and I think Gangstars are going to win. They're going to get those two points and end up with four points themselves. But uh, I think Cloud9 and TSM is going to be a, a pretty good match, good good finals altogether. Note to our listeners, when he says final matchup, he meant third place for the One Piece and the Gangstars, not the TSM Hammers. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I think they knew what you meant. They were just you were just talking. So, who is your match to watch for this week? Ooh, my match to watch is. I mean, I think we're probably gonna have the same one. I think it's gonna be One Piece One One versus Lebex. Is that who you have? That is my match to watch, and we didn't even talk about it. I know. Well, I mean, when you have two new organi- two new organizations, I guess I shouldn't two new teams coming into the VG Eight. Who we have, I guess. You could have watched them in the Challenger Series throughout the week, but you know a lot more people are watching on the weekends, the VGA teams, so a lot of people may not know what these teams have to offer. I think it's going to be an interesting matchup, especially like what you had talked about earlier, is these, both these teams have played each other, so it'll be interesting to see them on a, on a I guess you could say, a bigger stage and see how they're going to play. So that's that's my match to watch. Yeah, I think I just want to see who, which team is better. I know we had... A little glimpse of that. They went a little bit of back and forth in the challenger battles, but you know we're not in challenger anymore. We're in the double band uh, phase, and we're in the new meta. So I think it's going to be pretty, pretty great matchup. Uh, I almost put Cloud Nine Hammers. Uh, I I think I've just seen them play enough. I'm excited to see these two te- new new teams go at it. I can't argue that. So for my upset, who do, well, who do you have for your upset? Uh, my upset and most likely to make a run, they're normally the same just because I think whatever team upsets will make a run. So I'm I'm going to go on that Mortals train. I think on Mortals, I'm I'm kind of excited to see how they are in the split too. Wait, you think they're most likely to make a run? You think Immortals is most likely to make a run? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, they're going to most likely to upset Gangstars and most likely to make a run. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Sorry. Okay. Well, I am going with... Um... My upset would be Immortals over Gangstars. But I think most likely to make a run is going to be One Piece 101. Like I said, I mean, I have them in the third place match. So um, I think it's just, I think the reason I kind of picked them is just because they're not as well known of the team. And um, I just want people to, I guess, kind of watch out for them. I think that they can, they have the potential to make the run. Um, if I could pick two teams, obviously I would pick One Piece Total One and Lebex because they're both unknowns, and I think they have the good potential to make a run, but only one person can obviously win. We can't have two winners, unfortunately. Not everyone gets a participation trophy like in real life. So. <laughs> I think that's what the Vanguard community needs, so everyone is stopped so salty. That's what we have right now. So many boosted apes, as everyone says. No, that just makes for weak people. Like, oh, good job. Surprise. No, you don't go to a job and get in an interview and be like well you know what you tried so we're gonna give you the job no that's that's not how this works yep that's what you uh the price one can't beat libx then libx goes on i mean it's just if libx can't be one piece 101 then one piece 101 gets it's just whatever that's how that works out you're right of course i'm done talking about it i'm gonna get heated so (laughs) (laughs) moving on all right, who's your player to watch? I got a, I got two players to watch this week. You got two players. Yeah, I couldn't, well, I couldn't pick I'll one. I'll start with mine, and I'll let you go on to your rant. You like to go on those rants, so uh, I'm gonna go with Selena Gomez from One Piece 101. Um, I think it'll be very interesting to watch him play this week with this new meta. 
So I also have Selena Gomez down. Also, we are on the same page for that one. But my main one is starting all over. I'm excited to see if this meta does change his style at all, if it does change what he plays or what he can get on. I think we may see a lot of Gwen this week. I'd like to see him on a Gwen and show maybe this early game aggression coming out of that buckshot tension bow combination. Uh, but yeah, I'm also excited to see Selena and what uh, he slash she can do. I hate saying he when the name is Selena Gomez. It's just kind of hard to like my brain to <laughs> really allow that to happen. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't blame you on that one. All right, so we got any hot takes for this week? Anything that's kind of controversial that we want to leave our listeners with? No, you can take this over because you threw this on me five minutes before we started recording and I couldn't come up with something good enough. So this is all you. You take it away from here. All right, so my hot take is this is Gangstar Split. They're either going to crash and burn and where they're going to get kind of thrown under the bus as not a strong organization, not a strong top team, or they're going to be that second place and get that by and kind of shut the haters up because – uh, Iraqi has been taking some flack about their play style and how they've been playing as a team. So I think this split two is really their time to sh- uh, to prove people wrong. They ca- they're playing Immortals, not the strongest team right away, but their uh, second two matchups in the early- next weeks, uh, if they're going to be playing C9 like they are in the semifinals, at least for me, I think it's time for Gangstars to you know nut up or shut up, as they say. They say that? Nut up or shut up? Yeah, you never heard that saying before? No, I haven't. I think you made that up on the spot. I make up a lot of things in the spot. Retweet. Retweet. All right, so it's going to be a... We do... What? Are we done yet? Why? I don't know. Just curious. I thought you were trying to end. I was going to start ending it, and then he interrupted me. Sorry. Go ahead. Carry on. So yeah, it's going to be a pretty great first week of Split 2. Um, this weekend's going to be kind of chaotic with all the holidays happening, but I think it's going to be some good matchups. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for this Split 1. I cannot wait to see what happens. I think it's going to set the tone for who's played, what's played, what's built. Pretty much uh, a whole new Vainglory, I'm hoping. We'll find out, man. We'll find out. I'm excited. You're gonna be. Uh, we're gonna be together this weekend, so we actually get to watch some of this together this weekend, correct? We will. Hashtag Ooh. Easter. Hype, hype, hype. All right. Sorry, that's all I have to say. All right, I'm done talking to you. Okay. Peace. Good talking to you. Hey, you want to play Vanglory when we're done with this? I don't really want to play the boosted animal. <laughs> Whatever, hater. <laughs> Neither of us are actually boosted. We're both <laughs> terrible. I'll have Arvin and Bleak go carry me. I don't even need to play with you. Arvin carried me this morning. What? What? I hope you guys enjoyed this episode 12 of Time for Rolling Esports. Crude and I had a lot of fun doing this one. Trying to figure out the new meta. Trying to make our picks based off of what we think is going to happen. This was a pretty difficult week just based off of we aren't quite sure how things are going to shape up. But if you want to give a follow over to us on our Twitter page at TFR underscore esports, you will find when we release our new episodes. also want to give a quick shout out to Arvin Bleco, uh, one of their most recent episodes, or one of the last my favorite episodes at least, was the Team Solo Mid episode with Von C and Flash. If you haven't heard that yet, go check it out. You can follow them at Time for Rolling 
on Twitter where you can find out when they release their newest episodes. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and until next time. Time for rolling.